Good evening. Today we'll be studying the 13th chapter of Hilchot Machalot Asurot. And I think it might be a good idea to recap some of the halachot that we've discussed in the past few chapters um, regarding Ya'i Nesech and Setam Yenam. So there are four types of Isurim. First, um, the most obvious and the one that's the, the most strict is Ya'i Nesech, Ya'in that was um, libated and designated to be um, for Abu Dazara, uh, which is prohibited from scriptural law to for one to drink and to derive any benefit from. Number two is Setam Yenam, is any wine of Goyim that are of the Abu Dazara that was not um, brought to be libated or designated to be libated, um, but it is simply wine that belongs to Goyim that are again idol worshippers. Um, so this type of wine is prohibited behanaya and shmishtia midivre hachamim. Third, um, a goy who is not in oved avodazara, if he touches um, wine, it becomes prohibited for one for a Jew to drink from it. Again, midivre hachamim, but a Jew may derive benefit from it. And number four is yain um, wine that comes. Um, from um, from a goy pouring it, this is called isur um, anitzok. That if a goy pours uh, the wine, um, and if yes, if the goy, if someone pours wine from one vessel to another, containing setam yinam or yain all the wine in the vessel that is being poured from becomes asur um, because. Kind it kind of works like the the wine f- that is um, in the fr- in the second vessel flows to the top, and this is all assuming that um, it is a constant flow. And as we mentioned in the previous chapter in Halachayot Bet, that if one is measuring out wine for a goy into a vessel that is in the goy's hand, he should um, continuously break the flow or pour the wine in short spurts so that. It won't, there won't be a continuous flow to connect the two of them, thereby prohibiting the wine that is left in the vessel in which you are pouring from. And with that, I think we'll begin the 13th chapter of Ilkhot Machot Asurot, Perik Shel This chapter will deal with wine that is in the um, possession of a goy and the um, money uh, of, uh, of Ya'i Nesech. And as we mentioned again, Ya'i Nesech, it's prohibited to derive any benefit from, but we'll see exactly the details of that in this chapter. Perik Shilosha Asar Halacha Aleph. Halokeh Bait O Shesachar Bait Bahatsero Shelagoy Umeleo Ya'in. If um, a Jew purchased or rented a house uh, in the courtyard of a Goy and used it to store wine, so the rule is the following again for the case that the Jew bought or rented a house in the courtyard of a goy and used the courtyard to store wine. If the Jew who resides in the court if yes, if the Jew lives and resides in the courtyard, even um, even if the courtyard um, if, and the door is left open, the wine is 
permitted because the Goy um, is afraid to enter because he'll say to himself that the Jew might suddenly come into his house and find me there. But if the Jew is living in another courtyard, he shouldn't go out without locking the door and the key and the seal should remain with the Jew. Um, and he doesn't need to worry that the Goy might forge a key and enter, um, enter the house where the wine is uh, stored. And when we say the seal, there was pretty much, um, and as we'll mention, this applies later for the in, for later halachot in the chapter, that they would have a seal, um, that like you see in the movies with a type of wax, that they would place um, on the door. Yes, yeah, so they would place on the door in order for um, them to know that if it was, if the house was broken into and if the door was opened the Jew would know that the Goy um, or someone else entered into the house. If, however, the Jew goes out without locking the door, or if he locked it and left the key um, with the Goy, the, the wine is forbidden to be um, for the Jew to drink it. Um, however, it um, it is mutar behana'a, it seems, because there's no proof that the goy actually touched the wine. So it is forbidden, again, to be drinking because the, the goy may have entered and um, and designated the wine to be um, for yain nesech because the Jew is not there. But if the Jew tells the Goy, hold this key for me until I return, the wine is permitted because the Jew only gave, put him in charge of the key, but not of the entire house. If a Jew, if a Goy rather, hired a Jew to press wine for him in order for the um, for it to be tahara, for it to be um, kosher, and for a Jew to be able to purchase it. Um, and yes, the rule. Yes, the rule is the following. Yes, and the wine was in the house of the goy. So again, if if a goy hired a Jew to press the wine in order for other Jews to buy the wine from the goy. And the goy was in the house, and the wine was in the house of the goy. So if this Jew um, was who was guarding the wine, yes, if the Jew who was in charge of the wine lives in that hatzer in the courtyard, the wine is permitted, even if the door is wide open and the Jew uh, comes and goes.
ואם היה השומר דר בחצר אחרת, היין אסור, ואף על פי שהמפתח והחותם ביד ישראל, שכיוון שהיין של הגוי וברשותו אינו מפחד לזייף ולהיכנס לבית ויאמר, ויהי מה, אם ידעו בי לא ייקחו ממני. But if the Jew who is in charge is living in another courtyard, the wine is forbidden, even if the key and the seal are in the Jew's possession. Because, even, because essentially the wine belongs to the Goy, and it is currently in his house, the Goy won't be afraid to forge a key and enter the house. Yes, because again, it's in the house, but the Jew locked, it seems to be that the Jew, um, yes, he, he kept it and kept it in a room, but in the Goy's house. So if, so the Goy again isn't afraid to say that even if, yes, even if the key and the Hotam is in the possession of the Jew, because the wine is in the Goy's house, the Goy isn't afraid to make a copy of the key and enter the room. And he will say um, that let, let um, yes, and what's, what's the worst that'll happen if they find me out? Um, the worst, um, worst comes to worst, um, I won't sell it to a Jew, but I'll sell the wine to another Goy and I'll still make a profit out of it, even though I don't sell this wine to the Jews and that's why this wine um, would be prohibited again if the Shomer lived in another Hatser. Halacha Dalit. Afilu katav hagoy le Israel shin kabel mimenu hamaot limkorlo behen yain. Hoil vena Israel yachol dosium yishut hagoy ad shiten lo hamaot harehu shel hagoy veasur ela im hayah Shomer dar sham behatser. Even if the Goy gives a receipt in advance to the Jew, stating that he received from the Jew the money against the sale of the wine, it doesn't matter because the Jew still can't take it out of the Goy's possession until he actually pays him the money because the wine still currently belongs to the Goy and is therefore forbidden. Unless, again, the, there is a Jewish Shomer who is living in the same Hatser. And this Shomer doesn't have to sit and watch the wine all the time and watch the room the entire time. Rather, he can enter um, and exit as he pleases, as we mentioned earlier. Um, whether, um, um, yes, whether the wine is in possession um, of the owner of the house or it's in the possession of um, or another goy. If there was wine that was kasher, but it belonged to a goy that is located in a reshut harabim, in a public domain, or in a house that the um, the, the door opens into a public domain where Jews walk um, around that area. The wine is permitted because it has not entered um, into the private domain of the Goy. Additionally, a garbage dump um, and a window um, or a date, or sorry, or a palm tree, even though the palm tree doesn't necessarily have bare fruit, rather. Um, the wine, 
even yes, the one this is considered these all these three things are considered like Rishut Harabim, and if there is wine that is left there, it is permitted. In a bottle of wine, um, that is, yes, if there's a bottle of wine that's located there and a goy is found there too, um, this does not render the wine to be forbidden um, because a house, uh, and additionally, a house that is opened to the Shut Harabim, it is. Um, Considered and rendered to be like Rishut Harabim. Yes, so the in, so the doorway and um, if a house is open to one of these things, either the uh, ashpa, the halon, or the dekel, um, it is considered to be Rishut Harabim as well. Halacha zayin hatzer hahaluka bif sefas vegoi besad zei veYisrael besad acher vechen shene gagin shayak gagi Yisrael. So if there is a courtyard that is divided by a pesefas, a pesefas is a partition with a lot of holes inside it. So picture um, something like tool, for example. Um, and there is a goy on one side of the partition and a Jew on the other side of the partition. Also, if there were um, two roofs, that of the, the Jews being higher than that of the goy, or if the two roofs are even and separated by a uh, pesefas, one does the Jew, yes, even though the goy um, can reach over to the um, area of where the Jew is, um, and there is, for example, wine there, uh, the Jew doesn't need to suspect that that wine became yain nesech. Um, or um, regarding taharot, and tahar, when we say taharot here, we're referring to certain items or foods that are um, tahor, like tiruma or halla, that become tameh, um, if they are touched by someone who is um, not tahor. So again, if um, in one of the cases that I mentioned, um, a goy has the ability to reach over and touch um, in, in the Jew's area and reach the bottle of wine or reach the taharot, we don't suspect that he touched this and he doesn't render um, the wine as yain nesech or as the taharot as um, tameh. Halacha het. It is permitted for a Jew to um, deposit his wine with a goy in a closed vessel on the condition that it has two marks of identification, which is also called a hotam, hotam or a seal within a seal. Kesad, how so? Satame havit bichlish eno mehudak, kedeshe sotmin kol adam, vetah betit, hareze hotam ehad. So, for example, if there was a closed bottle with um, a cork or something that closed the bottle with something with, um, rather not a cork, but if there was a bottle with something that, with a cover that didn't fit tightly, just as anyone would close 
um, any um, any bottle back in the day, and he would plaster um, the surrounding the opening of the bottle um, with clay. This is considered to be one hotam. It's considered to be one seal. Haya kelim ehudak v'tach alav mille ma'ala hareze hotam betoch hotam. And if, however, the covering on on the bottle fits tightly, and one plastered over the cover um, with clay on the top of the bottle, this is considered a hotam betoch hotam. Vechen im tsar pihanod hareze hotam ehad. Also, if one tied up the bottle, sorry, if one tied up the mouth of um, of the nod, as you mentioned, the nod is, was a type of canteen that was made out of uh, skin or some type of leather. Um, so if, again, you t- um, one tied the opening of the nod, this is considered a one hotam. Hafach kese pihan nod letocho vesar alav, hareze hotam betoch hotam. If... Um, he inverted the um, the mouthpiece of the nod inwards and then tied it up. This is considered a um, a hotam betoch hotam because the tying is one siman and flipping it um, inside out is considered um, the other siman. Vechen. The general rule is any anything that would um, any alteration or anything that is done differently that would constitute a change from the normal way people would close um, bottles or um, close any type of jug is considered one seal, is considered one hotam, and the plastering or tying of it consider, is considered um, a second hotam. And that's how you get a hotam betoch hotam. Yes. Yes. Halakha. Um, also, if a Jew deposited wine with a goy only with one hotam, it is forbidden to be drunk, but is permitted for the Jew to derive benefit, provided it was put um, aside in a designated or separate corner. Um, yes. That is that it was set aside and put and put aside. Halacha yod yain mevushal vehashchar o yain sheerevo im devarim acharim kigon devash veshemen vechen achomis vagimina vehalav vechol sheisurom midivres soferim shehivkido beyad koi enot tzarich shete shene chotamot ela chotam echad bilvad dayo. So yain mevushal yain mevushal is boiled wine. Um, Back in the day, and even today, there are many, many um, wines that are mevushav. Um, pretty much, they would, um, and they do, they heat the wine um, to a, um, they heat the wine very hot so that it boils and it um, changes taste. 
Um, also, yain mevushal is um, wine that was mixed with some type of um, honey or oil. Um, yes, um, or mixed with any anything else. Shechar is um, any other type of um, alcohol. Yes, mehila shechar is beer. Or wine that was mixed with other things, for example, um, for example, um, honey or oil or vinegar. Um, yes, honey or if it was, or wine that was mixed with honey or oil or vinegar or cheese or milk, and and anything that is prohibited midirabanan um, that was left with a goy does not need two hotamot. Um, rather, one hotam, one seal, suffices. Again, the only time we need two hotamot is if there was regular wine that was um, not mevushal that was left um, with the with the goy. Aval hayayin v'habasar v'hatichat dag she'en b'hen siman shiv kidan beyad goy tzelichin shenei hotamot as I mentioned, but wine and also meat and a piece of fish that um, don't have a siman that are left with a goy require two um, two hotamot, two seals. Halacha yod alef. Yeraeli shekol makom sheamarnu beinyan yain shelanu shehu asur bishtiya umutar behanaya mipene sad negiah shenaga bo goy beshehayah goy oved avodazar. And Harambam here um, adds. Um, his own opinion, and mentions that it seems to him that in all instances that we said in this context about wine, um, that is the property of a Jew that is forbidden to be drunk, but permitted for him for one to derive benefit because the goy unintentionally um, touched it. Um, this only applies to a goy that is in Oved Avodazara. Aval im haya isuro biglas goy she en Oved Avodazara kegon yishmeeli she nagab beyain shelanu shelo bechavana o she tapach al pi hahavit harizem mutar bishtiya vechen kol kayotze baze. So, however, if um, it was prohibited because a goy who is not in Oved Avodazara touched it, for example, if a Muslim touched um, touched our um, yes, if he touched wine belonging to a Jew or he beat um, around the bottle, the wine is permitted to be drunk and this applies um, to any other case that is similar to this so however if a Jew left um, wine um, in the possession of a Gertoshav, a Gertoshav, just as a reminder, is a resident who lives in the land of Israel and abides by the seven misvot ben Enoach and is not in Oved Abu Dazara, or if, um, or if um, he sent the wine with him and uh, lost sight of him, 
or if the Jew left his house open in the courtyard of a Gertoshav, the wine is prohibited um, for drinking because Harambam says that the suspicion of forging um, the key or substituting the wine applies equally to all non-Jews. Since the wine is now in their domain and in their possession, um, the wine is prohibited to be for a Jew to drink it um, under all uh, circumstances. Halacha Yod Gima. There are other things that Chachamim um, instituted and they prohibited um, not because of there is any suspicion of Yain Nesech, but Chachamim prohibited it um, in order to distance um, and avoid the possibility of Jews drinking yain nesech and coming into contact with it at all. Ve'eluhen, and they are the following. The first item is that a goy may not pour water into wine that is held by a Jew because he might come to pour the wine into water. So back in the day, they would, um, in order to make the wine taste good, and there are some who say that even it should be done today that they would mix um, the wine the they would mix wine with water so um, yes and if anyone remembers this we discussed this in Elchot Hametz Umasa that um, Harambam makes a pesak that the wine should be diluted with water I believe it was a third wine and two thirds water in order to to um, dilute again the strength of the wine in order to make it pleasant to drink. Um, so the, and this is done pretty much all over, um, all over the Middle East, um, also in the Goy societies as well. So the Goy um, may not pour water into the wine that, that a Jew is holding the wine because the Goy may next time come to pour wine into, um, into the water which would, as we mentioned in the last chapter, um, be prohibited be- because of um, the Isur of Nitzok, that the, fl- that the wine that the Goy pours, um, yes, that the, the wine that is in, yes, that the, that yes, that if, again, Yes, because the goy might come, might pour the wine into the water, which would be prohibited. Um, number two, so to the goy may not take grapes to be pressed, because he might come to press them or to touch them. So to the goy may not help the Jew pour wine from cup to cup uh, because the Jew may um, may leave the first um, 
the vessel that he's pouring from into the hand of the Goyen, the Goyen might then pour the wine into the cup, which would again forbid the wine. Um... But if the goy did in fact assist him or pour the water into the wine or bring the grapes, the wine is permitted because he didn't, um, because he did not violate anything. Um, pers- he he did violate um, what Hachamim said, but he did not um, forbid um, the wine and render it um, as yain nesech. So to a goy may smell um, wine bottles or wine jugs that belong to Jews. Uh, so to the Jew may smell um, a bottle of yain nesech, and there is no prohibition regarding this. Because no prohibition is involved in this, because um, smell has no substance, because it is not anything um, tangible. So now we'll move to the second topic of the chapter, which deals with um, the prohibition of deriving benefit from Yain Nesech. We already explained that if a Jew transgresses something, Transgresses, yes. He trans he doesn't avera. He transgresses, and sells an item that was forbidden to derive benefit. The money received for it is permitted, except from the mon- the money from the sale of avodazara, and anything that was designated to be um, brought with it um, and libated with the avodazara, and wine um, that is um, poured out as a, a libation. To Abadazara or Yain Nesech. Vehmiro Hahamim Bistaminam, Liot Dama Vasurin Kidme Yain Shinit Nasech, Abadazara and Hahamim were stringent also regarding Yain Nesech. No, sorry, they were also stringent regarding Setam Yenam and forbade its and forbade the money that one received for it, just like the money received in payment for. Um, Therefore, a, if a goy hires a Jew to work with him in making wine, the Jew's wages are um, are prohibited. So too, if the goy hired a donkey or a ship from a Jew to transport the wine, the price of that job for the Jew is prohibited. Im ma'ot natnulo. If the goy made the payment, um, yes, if the goy paid the Jew with money, the Jew should take um, the money and cast it away in the Mediterranean Sea because he cannot derive, once it's there, you can't really derive any benefit. There's no possibility that anyone will derive benefit from it. And this is, as if anyone remembers in the Chot Avodah the classic way um, one would 
get rid of something that is asur bahana. If the goy paid the Jew um, with a garment or vessels or fruit, the Jew must burn it and bury the ashes in order for no one to derive benefit um, from it. Halacha yod zayin. Sachar lagoy hamor lirkov alav. Ve'eniyach alav lago lagin sheleyayin. Sacharo mutar. So in contrast, if the Jew um, rented the goy a donkey in order for the goy to ride on the donkey and then happened to put uh, bottles of wine on it, the, um, the money um, that he pays the Jew is permitted because in this case the animal was not rented in order to transport Yain Nesech um, as we mentioned um, in contrast rather to the previous halacha. Um, obviously if um, the goy rented the donkey in order to from the Jew in order to smash Yain Nesech the money that the Jew that he pays the Jew is um, permitted and um, and um, and a blessing will come on to um, this Jew because he is instrumental in reducing um, abominations and um, the possibility for other Jews to um, to fail and also for um, Abu Dazara to be done with that Yain Nesachayot Het. If a goy hired a Jewish worker and told him, transport these hundred um, bottles of beer for one hundred perutot, and one and he found that one of the bottles was yain the entirety of the payment that the goy pays the Jew is um, is forbidden because the Payment includes money um, of transporting all of the bottles, and the um, the payment for transporting the yainesech is included in the totality of the money that the Jew receives. Therefore, the um, the mon- the Jew um, would yes, the money that he the Jew that is given to the Jew again for transporting the hundred um, bottles of beer in which. Um, it was found that one of them was Yain Nesich. The money given to the Jew is prohibited. If, in contrast, the Goy told the Jew, um, transport for me each um, bottle at the price of one peruta each, and the Jew transported them. And then it is found that among them, there are jugs of um, wine. The money for the, the perutot paid for the bottles of wine are prohibited, but the rest um, of the money is permitted. So if, um, if it ever happens to any of the listeners that um, a goy uh, hires you to transport um, to transport um, bottles of um, of alcohol, um, you should probably do it um, for the price. To, uh, you should be paid for the price of each bottle, not for the totality of the entire 
um, of transporting all the items um, in total. If a goy sends a bottle of wine to a Jewish uh, craftsman um, instead of paying them, the Jew can tell the goy um, and refuse the um the wine, and he can say, give me the value um, in money. However, if the wine entered the domain of the Jew, um, this type of um, transaction is prohibited. So again, if, um, if the Goy had paid the Jew with a bottle of wine, instead of paying them in actual money, so long as the bottle of bottles of wine did not enter the domain of the Jew, the Jew can still ask, um, for the for um, to be he can still ask to be paid in cash um, and in money, but once the wine comes into the, the Jew's possession, it is um, it is forbidden for him to ask for money instead. Halacha kaf alef. Yisrael shayan noshe bagoy mane. Halacha goy umachar avodah zara v'yen nesach v'hevi lo demehem hareze mutar. If a goy owed a Jew um, one hundred dinar. And then sell, sold an, an idol of Abu Dazara or Yain Nesech, and he gave the Jew the money. The money is permitted. However, if the goy, um, if yes, if before selling um, the items, the goy tells the Jew, wait until I sold my avodazara, or until um, I sold the wine that I that I have, and then I'll bring you the money. The money is forbidden, even if the wine is setam yinam, because the Jew would still be interested in preserving. Um, Yes, in preserving the wine, um, because he might be repaid from the proceeds of the um, of the sale. Yes, and he might want to keep the yain nesech um, or the avodazara. Ah, okay, mehila. Yes, yes. So, so it is forbidden in the it is it is forbidden for the Jew to do this type of exchange because the Jew um, essentially wants the um, and wants to preserve the avodazara and the yainesech in order for the goy to sell them um, and for him to be paid from the money that the goy um, um, that the goy makes in order for the Jew to be repaid. So too, if a ger um, and a goy um, were partners and 
they decided to dissolve the partnership. The go the ger cannot tell the goy, you take the avodah zarah and I'll take the money, or you take the wine, um, and I'll take the produce, because the goy might still want to preserve the avodah zarah, so that he'll take their equivalent um, in the transaction later on. Aval ger ve goy goy. But if the Goy and the Ger inherit from their Goy father, the Ger may tell the Goy, you take the idols and I'll take the money, and you take the wine and I'll take the oil, because Hamim um, were less stringent in the case of the inheritance of a goy of a ger rather be, so that he doesn't um, return to his evil ways and um, yes because so that he doesn't um, stray from the right path um, but um, if this idol or wine came into the ger's possession it is prohibited Yisrael legoy a if a Jew sells his wine to a goy, the rule is the following: Pasak shelom madadlo, damav mutarin, shemisah pasak samchad ato, mishemashak kana, veyen nesech en naasat sheigabo nimsa bishat mechira haya mutar. So, if the two settled on a purchase price, but the but the wine was not yet measured, the money is permitted because the seller, while settled the price. Um, regarded the sale in his mind as complete, but the buyer only acquires the purchase once he takes possession of it. And since the wine does not become yain nesech until the goy touches it, the result is that at the time of the sale, um, from the perspective of the seller, the wine was permitted. Um, but if the Jew measured out the wine first, and the price was not yet settled, and the, yes, the money that the goy pays is forbidden, because the matter... Um, because the sale was not yet settled in the seller's mind, even though the goy already took possession of the wine, which at the moment he touches the wine makes it yainesech, and the sale again was not complete in the seller's mind, and the wine is forbidden um, again once the goy touches it. Um, and this is also the case. Yes, and it is. It is, and it is like the Jew. Just sold the goy, setam yenam, which we mentioned is asur behanaami derabanan. Halcha kav dalid. Bamei devarim amurim b'shemadad ha'yisraeli lechelio. When does this apply? This applies when the Jew measured out the wine in his own um, measuring cups. Aval imadad lechli ha'goy o lechli yisrael sheviyat ha'goy. Tzeich likach hadamim ve'achakach imdod. But if um, he measured the he measured it in the goy's measuring cup or into his own 
measuring cup with the, which the goy is holding, he first must take the money and then should measure out the wine. But if the Jew did not yet measure the wine and did not take payment for it, even though he agreed on a purchase price, the wine, the money rather received for the wine is prohibited because once the goy touches the bottle, it is prohibited um, like setam yinam. And again, because the go, because the goy because the goy is holding it and it is in his effectively in his domain once he takes. Um, Yes, once because once he measures it, it is considered to be in the domain of the goy, and it becomes, um, and becomes a sur. Um, and we say that yes, it is setam yanam, prohibiting it to the Jew. Halacha kafe. Hanoten dinar lechenvani goy ve'amar lepoalo hagoy lech ushte ve'echol mina chenvani v'ani mehashev lo harize choshesh shema ishte yain shezeh kimishi kanalo yain nesech ve'hishkahu. If a Jew gave a dinar to a goy shopkeeper and then told his goy um, worker, go eat and drink at that um, shopkeeper's um, place and I'll, um, and I'll pay for you, um, the, the, we suspect that the, um, that the employee, that the workman, may drink wine and it would be like the his Jewish boss bought him yain nesech and gave it to him to drink. asur. And yes, a comparable prohibition applies to um shevi'it. Yes, and the this com and yes, this com this compares to Shavit. So just um, as a quick summary, um, Shavit is um, the seventh year of the Shemi of um, the seven year cycle and the, the seventh year. And the f rule is that the fruits of the seventh year um, can only be eaten. Um, uh, the language is Bezihurut Rabbah, um, called Kedushat Shavit. And it must be eaten very carefully and it is prohibited for one to um, do commerce with pirot shivit. Additionally, the money, um, the money uh, that one bought pirot shivit with them, the money, yes, the money that you use to buy pirot shivit, that money is considered kiddushat shivit, and you can only um, use them to buy pirot shivit and to eat them bigdusha, and you can't repay a loan, for example, with this money. Additionally. It is prohibited to yes, it is prohibited to do commerce with pirot shivit, um, and it is also prohibited to um, purchase pirot shivit from an am haaretz, because they, yes, because the rule is that en mosrin demesh shivit am haaretz because we don't give the money of shiv, um, that is um, that is designated to buy fruits produce of shivit to an am haaretz um, because he may um, he may not use them to buy produce of um, of the, um, of his the of the yes the produce of the shavit of the shavit year, um, and therefore, 
it is prohibited to, yes, and it is prohibited to Yes, and here Hanabam will give the example. So again, so, for example, if the Jew gave a dinar to a Amha Aret um, Jewish shopkeeper and then told his Jewish employee, go and have a meal at that shop and I'll comp you for it and I'll pay um, for your meal um, for the, with the shopkeeper. Um, if, yes, if the employee ends up eating um, that isn't, yes, if the mechila, It should the employee end, end up eating um, f- produce that was not yet tithed, the employee who is comping him would be liable for making um, this whole um, arrangement and he would be on the hook. Yes, and the example regarding Shemitah is that it is prohibited to, yes, just like it is, yeah, it is prohibited to do commerce with, um, with anyone um, regarding the, um, with the money um, that was used to buy produce. So just as it is prohibited to use commerce for that, it is prohibited to do commerce with that type um, of money and with that type of possible outcome, the same thing applies here. That if um, you have again, if you gave a dinar to a goy shopkeeper and then told um, your goy employee to eat with him, um, it's like you are giving him. Um, you the again the the assumption is that they might drink wine, and it's as if you the Jew paid for your employee to drink yain nesech. But if the Jew tells his employee, go and eat and drink with this dinar, that in this case, the again, the in the other case, the Jew gave the dinar to the goy shopkeeper, but in this case, he gives the money to the dinar, so eat and drink on account, uh, yeah, eat and drink on my tab, and then I'll pay the goy shopkeeper, even though um, he assumed, um, yes, even though he is now in debt, um, the debt here isn't for any um, specified amount yet, it is permitted, um, and the and the Jewish employer doesn't need to um, be afraid uh, that they'll consume Yainesech or Piroshevi'it um, or Ma'aser. Um, yes, and in this case, it's he because he is 
Um, because he didn't spec because no amount is yet specified, um, we don't consider that if they end up eating, um, drinking yainesech or eating um, things that were not milk sarin or perot uh, shviit. The employee, the employer rather, is not on the hook for whatever the employee um, does because again, there isn't a specified amount. Halacha kavzain melech shayem echalik yeno laam velakach mehin damav kefi mashi yirse al yomar adam legoi he lach matayim zuz bikanes tachti tachtai beosar melech kedesh yikach goi hayain sheketavu b'shem Yisrael v'yitain goi hadamim lamelech aval omerlo helech matayim zuz umal leteni min. If a king allocated wine to his citizens and then collects whatever payment he desires for it, a Jew cannot go to a goy and say, here, take these 200 zoos in my place and give it to the king um, and pay him for it so that the goy would collect the wine that was allocated um, pretty much under, on the tab of the Jew after paying the money for the king. Rather, the Jew should say to him, here, take these 200 zoos and, um, and get, rid, get me rid of my debt um, from the treasury of the king. And this type of language um, does not um, necessitate that the goy... Um, is his shaliyah for the wine rather he um, he um, the the language is ambiguous enough that it is that it's not like he totally appointed him to be um, his his shaliyah halacha kafhet final halacha this chapter. If a goy deliberately touched a Jew's wine in order to cause him monetary loss, it is permitted to sell the wine only to the goy who um, rendered it forbidden and touched the wine. Because, because the Goy's intention was to cause loss to the Jew and render his wine forbidden, it is the same as though the Goy smashed or burned the Jew's property, in which case he alone would be liable to pay the damages. Therefore, the money that the Jew receives from this Goy um, is um, essentially damages, not proceeds um, from a sale. And with that, we finish um, Perikyot Gimal. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen. Amen.